everybody. Welcome to this new thing we're doing called Dice and Virtue. Dice and Virtue. Dice and Virtue. <laughs> I, I didn't tell her the name of the show. So, um, so. Hey, Christina, uh, fun fact, it's with an ampersand. You're learning so much! <laughs> Dylan, uh, introduce this nice lady. So, hi everybody, my name's Dylan. Uh, I'm, I'm joined by my old friend Casey Hills, who is me, uh, co-hosted with me on the Xeroth episode of this thing, which had a different name, but don't worry about that. Um, and joining us for the actual inaugural episode of our weird fifth edition campaign thing is one Christina Stone. Christona. Also known as the other Casey. Yep. (laughs) Casey one and Casey prime. Um, there we go. Well played. Well played. <laughs> Casey one and Casey A. <laughs> um, these are my two favorite Caseys in the whole world. Sorry, every other Casey, but I'm not sorry. Yeah, it's all right. We're the only good one. Uh, it's true. You know, that's a, you're not wrong. I'm gonna say, show me another good one, and I'll show you a liar called you. <laughs> I know several of the Caseys, both of which don't match up. I'm just saying the data. So the data, uh, you guys. The data. <laughs> Uh, so, like I said, we recorded an episode of this before. Uh, it was called Semi-Automagic Gaiden, because Casey and I, along with a couple other friends of ours, do another podcast called Semi-Automagic Inc., and it's really fun and cool, and if you like the Dresden Files, you'll probably like that, and it's at semiautomagicinc.com. But none of that matters, because what's happening in this podcast is that we're playing a... 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons campaign. And if you don't know what that means, don't worry about it. We're here to help. I feel like help is strong. Uh, well, yeah. we're we're here to play it and you can probably glean the information you need out of that. There we um, go. You can Jackie Gleason all the information. I don't get that reference. It's it's really not one. All I right. just took an actor's name that sounded vaguely like a word you used. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dungeons and Dragons is kind of where the tabletop thing started back in the 70s. Uh, and since then, they've gone through, like, a million revisions. Uh, and this newest, latest system update that they put out called 5th Edition, or Next, um, I'm a pretty big fan of. And yeah. Casey and I, uh, all the Casey's and I, have yep. wanted to... The Caseem. Uh, that's the one. <laughs> um, yep, got there. I have wanted to put together a game for a while, so we decided that we should do it as a podcast, because why not entertain people while we do stupid things? Um, And while we figure out how to do that, have a podcast, listeners. (laughs) Right. Um, So, uh, for anybody that's listened to the Xeroth episode, Casey has a character who is pretty well established. We know kind of what she's about and, and, and... her where her arc starts, um, and that is Kehalanya, Paladin of the Silent Savannah. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Is there anything else needs to be mentioned right up front? Um, about, about Lanya. Uh, Lanya is Kehalanya Abhorzen Vinyaya is a <laughs> member, and now the, those are her parents' names. Okay, it's important. Um, anyway, she's now the last survivor of her nomadic, uh, plains-dwelling, migratory people. And, uh, she came home one day to find everybody dead, as we all do at one point or another. And after seeking guidance <laughs> at the Holy Mountain, 
um, after much prayer, which revealed absolutely nothing, which, again, much as we all have at one point or another, um, decided uh, at the guidance of her ancestors during a dream vision quest moment to uh, leave the savannah and... Um, that's that's all she's got actually is leave the savannah. Yep. So she she yandered off and that's where we left. Um. Meanwhile, uh, we've got Christina who has a new character that we rolled today. Um. Named what now? Gwenoa Valkian. That's the one. Yep. Um. And Gwenoa Valkian is a druid who lived as a hermit for a really long time. Uh. And there's some other character stuff there that we might run into during the recording. Um, uh, question. Yo. You say she lived as a hermit. Is that the hermit background? Yes, yeah. it is. Okay. Um, so we could go into like character creation and stuff like that here. Um, but I, I don't know if that's necessary. Like, I don't know what our viewership is, is like, or if it's useful to go into how to build a character. But, um, essentially you roll some dice, you get some numbers, and then you make a bunch of stuff up. That's, yep. that's D and D in a nutshell. Um, yeah. Um, I will say this, uh, at the, not behest, but at the recommendation of the McElroy clan, the, uh, dudes who run the Adventure Zone, which is another 5e podcast, as well as a great many other shows on the Maximum Fun Network, um, I've begun using a new app, it's just called 5th Edition Character Sheet, which is frustrating, but, uh, it's got a green D20 for an icon, and it does everything. You can build a character in it. It handles all the math for you. It's really sexy. Um, the only thing it doesn't do is have spell descriptions like the 5e Fight Club app does. But, I mean, if there's an app that has literally everything, I haven't found it yet. So you're going to have to do some amount of legwork. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, um, well, to, to that end, um, I rebuilt, when, when we, when we did our first episode, I had Kehalanya built to level two, and I had her built for the previous game you and I tried to run, wherein she was going to have to be able to hold her own in a party of overpowered goons. So, I rebuilt her a little bit, um, she's got some more realistic ability scores, mm-hmm. and, uh, some stuff that I think will be interesting to explore. And by the time we get to, um, I assume Gwenoa is going to be second level as well? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, by the time we get to third level, we can have a character maintenance episode, and we can take a look at how leveling up works a little bit, um, which will be interesting because I actually have a couple questions about how you want to do things, and that'll be fun to get to. Ooh. So for the meantime, what say we just tally-ho? Alrighty. So uh, we pick up where we left off, which was Kehalanya... Uh, just after discovering her, her, uh, people's demise. Yep. Um, deciding to leave the savannah. Um, while crossing the spine of the world, which is a great mountain range that spans the entire continent, uh, from ocean to ocean, uh, there's a small pass leading out of the savannah into the kingdom of Tiram. Uh, while crossing the spine of the world, you feel the weight of your, uh, of your entire people settle upon your shoulders. That weight drives you forward toward things unknown to bring your ancestors salvation. You come upon the site of a solitary druid's campsite. The tall half-elf, carrying sparse few provisions, and uh, and she looks lost in a trance. I did not write this well, it turns out. Uh, <laughs> check your grammar, boys and girls. Uh, she has just made a discovery about the nature of the world that will turn her beliefs sideways. Genoa, you snap out of... Uh, sorry, not Genoa. Gwenoa. You snap out of your trance to find an armor-clad savanna dweller standing in front of you. 
Ah! Ah! Hello. Good afternoon. I did not mean to disturb you. Yes. You okay? Nothing. I was just hit by that accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay. I, I had I had a, a couple ideas for Lanya's accent, and this one is the least. See, I was going to ask how I was going to ask how Russian she was going to be, because oh that's fair. Um, no russian Russian was an option, but it, it it came down to uh to either this one or or German or my ter- my terrible fun accents I don't know so I, I just decided to go with this one okay because my other favorite object was no object my father how did words my other favorite option was hello my name is Kehalanya I am a piloting from the silent savannah <laughs> no please do I that my ancestors, my ancestors. <laughs> in any event <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't mean to disturb you am I impinging upon some sort of uh, is this is this your camp am I trespassing uh no what? What was that? I'm sorry, I'm picking up on your accent. <laughs> you're doing it, and so I'm doing it back. Um, is that a, is 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 that something your your people do? No, not really. So it's just, just kind you of then. yeah, okay. Out here um, doing me. I've I've traveled for a good bit, and I find myself wearied some. Uh, would you be averse to uh, allowing me to rest a moment here in this uh, in this very well maintained campsite? May I say? I mean, I was gonna say yes without the brown nosing. But no, it's, I mean, it's fair. Go ahead. Just no, my people. No, my people are pretty much professional it's, camp makers, actually. Fine. And pull, pull up a stone. I'm I'm Kick gonna. your feet up. She actually, she actually does. She, she drags a rock <laughs> there. They're very literal people of the Samazim. Nice, nice. She, uh, she just sits down and kicks off her moccasins, buries her feet in the cool earth. Anyway, so what brings you to uh my neck of the um patch? <laughs> oh, off the top of my head, I'd have to say genocide. Nice. Now, it's a long story, and frankly, I have built a bit of a wall around it in my heart, and I would prefer not to discuss it at the present moment. Please, take no offense. Uh, How about yourself? I just found out some shit, my guy. Well, as as a fellow recent discoverer of of quite some massive... Shit, I, I reckon I'm in a similar state of mind. Would you care to unload? I mean, I would. Okay, look, you can't just mention the thing and then not elaborate upon the thing. It's just... Just give okay, me look, a I'll sec. Trade. I'll trade you, alright? I'll tell you if you tell me. Okay, show me yours, right. I'll show you mine. Fair so- enough. In the meanwhile, I'll make us some some flatbread or something. And she... And she she uh, she gives you a little a little gesture that clearly indicates go on talking I'm listening as she uh, starts to like make up some bread or something over by the fire. All right. So my people have this uh this book. It's just a nice normal leather bound book. Sure. It's got some fun writing on the side called the Book of Forlorn Blood. You know. Oh, that, yeah. Pretty normal. Um. Sure. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm about. Okay. Do I just, should I just be like, hello, here's this thing. 
I mean, just if so you want you... to, it's, All right. it's up to you. Anyway, so, just found out that, you know, this place, the world, the world. this plane, sure. this existence. No, we're not on the plane anymore. The plane is back that way. That's the way I came. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, This mountain place. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah was sort of made. And that's kind of got me all shaken up a bit. Oh, yeah. Kinda, there it is. Really? So anyway. Where did you, hmm? you, you think it came from? It's the ground. Anyway. Okay. Genocide? Well, wait a minute. Who made it? It's someone. I don't know. Oh, you didn't find that? Okay, maybe no. we'll find that later. Probably. So, genocide, anyway. yeah. Um, my people are plains dwellers. We roam the silent savanna migratory pattern whole year round, that sort of thing. We harvest, we raise our pack animals. And I came home from a trading and diplomacy isn't the word, but um, a mission to establish good relations with a nearby people. And when I came back, all of my peeps had gone bevanished, and no amount of reconnoitering, no amount of investigation could turn up so much as a single solitary skin cell. So I did a bit of investigating, and it turns out they're all dead. <laughs> ain't that, ain't that a kick in the wheat? So sorry. Well, you know me too. Um, why did you do it? No, at least not to my knowledge. Oh, damn nation. Really I, hope I, not. I'm not going to lie. No, I, like, like, look, you seem nice, and I didn't stumble upon your camp and think to myself, you know, I really hope that this person murdered my entire family. But I'll also not lie to you. If it had just been you, like if I had just found you my first day out, that would have saved me a lot of time and trouble. That would have been very convenient, and I'm sorry it really that I didn't, been, but sorry okay. I didn't murder all of your people. It's all right. Maybe next time. Anyway, so... I investigated to the extent of my ability to do so, and it basically boiled down to my ancestors telling me to get hence from the savanna. That's all they said, was leave the savanna and save them. Just go walk? That's it? Just, yeah, just go and walk about, just mosey. Alright. So that's that's what I'm doing. I'm still trying to kind of process everything that's happening. I couldn't find any corpses. That's... that's okay. weird. Yeah. I mean, even if something ate them, right? I mean, there'd be, like, bones and such. Little I... bits and pieces around, you know, yeah. maybe like, maybe like a pinky. Tids and bits, like. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. Um, I suppose some small part of me still holds on to hope that they're not dead, that I'll find them somewhere. But, you know, when you've spoken to somebody on the astral plane and then joined your ancestral pantheon, kinda hard to not think of them as dead, uh... Yeah, no, that's fair. Well, what 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 brings you out here? I mean, this has kind of been my thing. Oh, you know, walking a bit, sure. staying a bit. Yeah, just kind of. Oh, I know from walking. Walking yeah. is kind of my people's thing. Yeah, no, I love a good walk. A couple of years, you know. Yeah, exactly. Just walk for a really long time. Anyway, I'm trying to look for like a god. It's, it's really no big deal. Oh, they're out there. I mean... Oh, yeah, no. I could help you find one. Why not? Yeah, I mean, when I mean, there's a there's a whole bunch of... Like, my people, we, we stick with our ancestor worship, obviously, but we, I mean, we don't deny it. There's other gods. We're not dum-dums. Although we did all get killed, so... I don't yeah. know. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. What kind of god are you looking for? I mean, well, here's, here's the thing. Sure. Normally, you know, being a druid, it's kind of 
Oh, you had to not- do it. Oh, like, oh okay. yeah. It's just so you know, it's not really about the gods. It's more about this tree, that right. rock, the moon. Right. Absolutely. So this whole god thing kind of throws me for a bit of a loop. Fair. So you know, a god, one god, maybe mul- you know, maybe multiple gods. Right, but the- but theism is yeah. is something you're looking to try out. Yeah. All right. What what spared this uh, this change in theological perspective? This book. Oh, this book, the book of the Farlorn Blood. You yeah. said. Oh. See, okay. I ne- never actually opened it really. Right. And then I did, and then there there it is. There it goes. All right. Well, I'll be happy to. I I don't. As you can tell, I don't have anything really going on at the moment. I'm yeah, doing not, the only thing. No relatives ancestors. to visit. Yeah. No. Oh. Well. They're they're with me always, so I can I can commune with them on the astral plane. But okay, uh, well, there you go. I'd I'd yeah, I'd be happy to help you find a god. Sure, let's find cool. a god. I yeah, mean, unless shot. you know you're kind of you're not a cannibal, right? No, 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 no. My people, we ate the uh, we ate the the crops. We ate our pack animals that we raised. Um, you're probably thinking of the Thrykeen. There was a race of uh, cannibalistic bugmen that we shared the plains with. All right. Not a skeleton in disguise. You weren't wearing a people suit. Well, I mean, I, I have a skeleton inside me. That's that's fine. You're just not, okay. eat talking, walking skeleton. I'm not. I'm not like hiding it. It's okay. So there. That's it. That's well, kind of the criteria I have for buddies. Well, very, yeah, very good. Well, all right then. Um, if we're going to be traveling together, what shall I call you? Oh, uh, sorry. Should have probably started that with my name, Guanoa. Oh, Gwenoa. That's a lovely name. My name is Kehelanya Abhorzendinyaya, last of her line. Last daughter. Last daughter of the silent savannah. She kind of looks up into the sky. Apparently. You can call me Lanya. Gwen just kind of reaches over and pats her very awkwardly on the shoulder. And by that, I mean it's like a very, very light touch. Just barely sure. her fingers gracing, like, her, the edge of her shoulder. Just Sure. Do you have a nickname? Yeah, you can call me Lanya. That is so much easier than Gwen. Well, you know, we, uh, well, it comes with the ancestor worship. Your family lineage is very important. There. Uh, well, what, do you have anything else you need to do today, or shall we set off in search of this god, or... Do, do you have any leads on that, by the way? Is this a specific god you're looking for, or...? I mean, no. This okay. was just kind of open book. Find out God. Sure. Okay. Well then, yeah, we'll we'll find you one. Um, I've been to Tiram a couple of times, and I was really too young to remember much. But I do know that they've got a great many churches and temples there. So if nothing else, you should be able to find out about gods, if not the one that's right for you. You, in fact, um, your first destination would have been the um, Starlight Sanctuary, which is sort of an inn and sort of a waystone um, on one of the major roads through Tiram that uh, meets the bot- meets in the foothills of the the spine of the world, uh, and it's run by a named uh, a man named Martin Saldis. And when I say a man, I mean an, a high elf um, who is a a, he built it in the image of a temple to Coraline Lotharian, and it's built around a hot spring, so it serves the purpose of kind of a church and kind of an inn and kind of a lot of things to a lot of people. 
Um, so that would have been your first destination leaving the, the savannah. It's also the last place you stopped before you returned. Cool. I'm just writing down. All right. Yeah, I happen to know, I don't know which way you came from, but I happen to know that not too terribly long a walk from here, there lies um, a place, it's kind of like a temple, but they've also got really great baths, and uh, you could I learn could a little a bit. Yeah, me too, man. And we could learn a little bit about some uh, some deity there. You want to head out that way? Of course. Sounds good. Magic. And she just gathers all her stuff, and by that, I mean, she opens a bag and just starts throwing things in. Maybe a couple rocks as well. You sure. never know when you need a rock. Oh no, you really don't. A good rock is its own reward. Does some stuff. Alright, All right. so you set off for the Starlight Sanctuary um, and it's uh, about three days from where you are in the mountains. Cool. Um, Lanya sings a bunch of a bunch of marching songs. Wonderful. Um, you manage your way towards the inn. Uh, and the inn itself is built around a hot spring. Uh, it's fairly large uh, and it's used to catering to wealthy guests and prominent figures traveling to the capital. Um, it's It lies along one of the safest roads through Tiaram, uh, though maybe not the most direct. It is, uh, like I said before, it's run by a man named Martin Saldist, who has been a friend to the Salasahim for generations. Oh yeah, he's good people. He knows us. Um, you head inside, uh, and Martin is uncharacteristically standing behind the front desk, uh, speaking with one of his uh, receptionists. Uh, and he looks up as you enter, and he says, Lanya, I didn't expect to see you so soon. Martin, my... Sentiments precisely. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, may the stars shine bright upon your home, uh, and upon your traveling camps. Very well. I mean, huh. thank you. I guess it will. As long as it shines on me, it'll shine on my traveling camps. Uh, what? Nothing. Don't worry about it. I've you and I, you and I should uh you and I should talk later. All right. Uh, and but for who's this with you. For the moment, this is my friend Guanoa, and we find ourselves in need of ref, rest, refuge, and ablutions. So if you could set us up with a couple of rooms, that would be lovely. Absolutely. The Salah Sahim and their friends, I suppose, always have a home here. Um, and he... It's good to know. It's good to know that we've at least got one left. Uh, he put, he it, put it on my family's tab. <laughs> Uh, he looks slightly puzzled at that comment, um, but he moves over to... Uh, he, he speaks to the receptionist, who then um, goes off uh, to begin preparing a couple of rooms for you both. Dylan, I have a question. Yo. Does this receptionist also take care of, like, the, the books and stuff for the inn? Or is she just, like, front desk help? Uh, she's just front desk. Okay. Why? No, I was just I was just curious. Okay. Either way, Gwen leans over and just... Do you anything? Do you know anything about God? Z. Um, are you asking Martin? No, no, she's asking the receptionist. Oh, the the receptionist. Is yeah, alive. just. Oh well, never mind. Martin's gone too. <laughs> it's fine. Just... Never mind. Empty space where a person <laughs> just stood. Um, Goodbye, receptionist. Wait, is Martin there? Yes. Okay, so then she just leans across the table. 
and very like covertly do you know anything about gods uh i know a thing or two about Cordelan Letharian and some cursory knowledge of the major deities worshipped here in Tiram. What would you like to know? All of it? Uh Do you have a book? N- a pamphlet? Not perhaps a worksheet? I can provide you with materials regarding Coralon. Coralon tracts? <laughs> you um you don't strike me as the type to worship. Uh, I'm mm, long story. I'll tell you about that later. Maybe. Uh, all right. Uh, wait here, and I'll be right back. Uh, he goes into a back room for a moment, and he comes out with a leather-bound tome. Before uh, so, when he leaves, Gwen just turns to Lanya with a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right back at you, double thumbs. <laughs> he returns with a leather-bound tome um, that he hands over to you. Uh, and he says, uh, this is a collection of the teachings of Coralon Letharian, the elven deity of art and magic. Ah. Uh, just slides it right back over the table. Never mind. What? Uh, what? Ne- never mind. I changed my mind. I realized gods aren't for me. It's, uh, it's fine. But, uh, uh. Thank you. Uh, Martin, 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 your friend my, is Martin, my friend. My friend here has had a very rough day, as have I. Um, you tell me, I know obviously you've got your chapel to Coralon set up. Is my family shrine still here? Uh, absolutely. Fantastic. Then I am going to take a quick duck in there, and I trust that our rooms will be ready shortly? Uh, yeah, they should be, they should be ready in moments. Very good. Uh, Gwen, would you care to accompany me to the chapel? Sure. Maybe, cool. you know. Maybe your ancestors did this. Um, cool. Uh, Martin says, uh, just a moment. Allow me to take your things. Uh, Gwen just hands him the really lumpy pack of stuff with a yeah. rock falls out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Lanya unsaddles all of her whatnot and hands over her, uh, her ravach and, uh, she actually rummages through her pack and takes out a little, a little duck statue and she says, Martin, you know I trust you. This is nothing personal, but Duckleberry Finn stays with me. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Um, and he takes the the bags and he hands them off to another uh, another passing steward. And he says, uh, "You'll find your things in your room, uh, Lanya. Your usual quarters. Thank you. Um, and your friend, uh, the room just adjacent. Thank Very you." Good. So we uh we yonder forth to the chapel. What's this place look like, Dylan? Uh so the uh the chapel to Coralon or your family shrine? Uh Chapel to Coralon first. Uh the Chapel to Coralon uh is reminiscent of an old uh Catholic cathedral. Uh, except that it is pristine and new and all of the stained glass and the artwork is of high elven uh figures. Lots of marble. Yeah, lots of marble, lots of... So, so you're, get, you're getting your money's worth for that dollar you put in the collection plate. Absolutely. Nice. Um, it, it's very ornate and very opulent and very uh, very rich. Uh, the high elves spare no expense. Um, no. There's 
you know, it's sort of what you expect from a cathedral. It's a long, uh, it's a very long room with many pews, um, very high ceiling, uh, a monument to Coralon at the the head of the church, uh, where a preacher would stand behind a podium, uh, just just in front of and to the left. Um, cool. Yeah. No. Tell me about my uh, where my family shrine is situated. Uh, the family shrine is in a small room just off from the cathedral, um, just through a small doorway, like uh, into a rectory. But sure. Um, it leads into this small shrine that depicts um, sort of a building similar to what you saw in that vision. The the sort of Greek, um, like a Parthenon uh, style it, deal, exactly. Um, and there are multitudes of candles that have each burnt to a, a different height. Mm-hmm. Um, and within the within the chamber, there are uh, several tools that you would use in your ceremonies. Mm. All right. Well, um, I turn to I turn to Gwen and I say, well, Gwen, I have a little bit of business to attend to here. Um, if you should care to stay and observe, learn you a little something about religion, I would uh, be happy to show you a thing or two. What uh, what was that about back at the counter? One moment you wanted to learn about Coralon, and the next you you seemed less less interested. Did, he didn't really seem the type to you know craft a um, mortal plane. I don't know. Oh, that's fair. Just not, a, not a creator god. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Okay. Well, um, our ancestors don't really do that either, but I'd be happy to teach you a little bit about this if you'd like. Yeah, why not? We're here. Cool. So I um, I guide her in and I take her over to the, um, the, the supplicatory seats. And I say, so each of these candles is for an ancestor to honor and to ease the passage of a recently dead member of our clan into the ancestral pantheon. Um, I don't think that Martin has got enough candles, even in the back room, to suffice me on this particular occasion. So what we are going to do is have one candle stand for all of them. It could be a really tall candle. Could be! Could be. Dylan, I would like to find the tallest candle, please. (laughs) Uh, you, uh, go ahead and roll uh, just a d20. I'm gonna. Okay. Like, I don't care if it's ornamental. I don't care if it's, like, as big as me. The largest candle. The, the size of the candle. room. That is a 17, my friend. Uh, you find a 17-inch tall candle. Awesome. It is, uh, that. four inches in diameter. That's, that's a hefty candle. It is. Yeah. Alright, so I set that up, and I actually use some of the, uh, some of, like, the melted stubbles of the other candles to, like, just make kind of a base and kind of cement it down. Okay. I said, so we'll go ahead and light this. Um, when a member of my clan dies and they become part of the ancestral pantheon, it becomes the responsibility of the remaining members of their clan to care for them spiritually, to honor them and to serve them. And it's been called a cult. And, and that's true in that we cultivate for them. We care for them. They need us as much as we need them. And so the responsibility falls upon the remaining members of the family, and because we are all interconnected, 
now that I am the last remaining member of my clan, the responsibility falls to me to honor and to care for and to nourish and to serve every single member of my people who has ever lived. And that is kind of incredibly overwhelming. And I'm hoping that if I do what I can for them in the proper way, they will give me a little bit. And here she, here she looks up at the sky. A little bit of guidance! So she, um, she lights the, lights the candle and a little bit of, uh, and a little bit of incense. And she says a quick prayer. And, um, hey Dylan, is, is there any chance that I could find, uh, like a replacement totem here? Um, because your people, uh, carve their own totems. Yes, we do. And they are very personal objects. Yes, we do. Uh, you're not likely to find one made, but... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Can I convince you with a cool story? Okay. Okay. Um, so... My great-great-grandmother Dashu, who we actually met last time... Mm-hmm. Um, before she retreated to the womb of the mountain and uh, headed off to become part of the Ancestral Pantheon, she knew that her time was approaching... And so, on her last journey out of the savannah, she stopped here at the Starlight Sanctuary, as so many do, and she offered up her prayers and did her duties and stuff, and she knew that because this was going to be her last trip, that she wouldn't really need worldly such-likes and whatnots, so she left her, uh, her totem here. That's actually a thing. When you know, when you know your time is near, you leave your totem at, uh, at a family shrine. Okay, great. Then not only do you find your great-great-grandmother's uh, you find several others from Ancestors Lost. Sure. Well, they're they're lost, so I don't know them, so they can stay here. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really mean as much. They don't, and I mean, and that's that's the problem is that you know, um, an ancestor's agency as a spirit is really kind of dependent on how many people remember them. Mm-hmm. So they kind of they kind of fade out and become just these weird faceless spirits at at the top of the peak. But um, yeah. So okay, cool. And I and I turn to her and I say, "So that's that's basically that. Does that sound like something that would be up your alley?" Sure, I suppose. I mean, cool. Well, here and uh, and I find a little tiny candle, like just like a little votive dude. Mm-hmm. I said, "Here, you can light this off the big one." Can I use the fire hand to light this? Yeah, it's a cantrip, so you can I, cast it as many times as you want. Do I have to roll for it? No. Nah. Ah, okay, so um. Gwen's fire is just suddenly encased in this, or Gwen's fire, Gwen's hand is just suddenly encased in this fire, and she just, ah. it's fine. She just <laughs> hovers yeah. it over the votive, lets it, like, spark, and then sh- shakes it off. <laughs> like, what'd I do with this? Okay, that was cool. You, well, I mean, the idea was that it was the fire from the, okay, it's not important, whatever, you're new to this, it's all good. Okay, <laughs> set it here, set it here right next to the big one. Just, and uh, she clears away a little space. She just sets it down. Kind of moves okay. it a little to the left away. Sure. So that That's makes- what I pictured. <laughs> Amazing. The of the mind stuff. It's coming along. All right. So. And she says, uh, ancestors, uh, this is Gwenoa. She is not of our people, but she's all the people I've got at the moment. So kindly cast your protection and blessing upon her in her journey and count her as one of our own. Gwen just kind of raises a hand up to like the ceiling. So That's like a high. <laughs> uh, Dylan, I have a question. Like, yeah. we talked about the whole celestial speak thing, being one of the languages that I could choose. Would Lanya's ancestors count as celestial beings? Can I just be like, hey? Uh, no. If their spirits okay. still exist, they would, they would inherit the languages that they individually spoke. Okay. Never mind. Just wanted to know, because 
just random conversation. Yeah. So yeah, so she just raises a hand. Hi. <laughs> and uh, and she, she just looks up at the ceiling. I think they like you. Uh, you both gain inspiration. Uh, in the upper left corner of your yep. thing, there's a little checkbox. Um, uh, I would mark it in pencil. Uh, because it it may or may not go away at some point. And all inspiration means is that when you make a saving throw, mm. a skill check, or an attack roll, uh, you can spend your inspiration to give yourself advantage, mm-hmm. which means you roll the d20 twice and take either result. Okay. Um, you may also use your inspiration to inspire somebody else and give them inspiration. And then it goes away from you. Um, cool. Does it stack? Uh, it does not. You're only allowed to have one inspiration at a time. Oh, okay. So I couldn't. I couldn't give Gwenoa two inspiration. No. You inspire right. me. I try. Um, so you uh, complete this prayer ritual, um, and you don't really uh, notice any kind of response. Uh, but make for me a perception check. Yeah, man. Alright, gotta wake up my character sheet here, forgive me. Perception! Kablamsko's! And that landed in a crease. Okay, go! Alright, perception, that's gonna be a 19. Okay, uh, you notice that rather than the normal orange flame, the large candle that you lit has started to glow faintly golden. Ooh. Fire's not supposed to do that. Fire is not supposed to do that, but nor is it supposed to come out of people's hands. That's different, though. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. What was that? Is that magic? Do you know magics? I do know the magics. Okay. Well, I'm not a huge fan of fire, mostly because I grew up in fields. Ah, well, I'll try not to... No, it's cool. Just, like, give a girl some warning, like... We'll do. We'll do. Especially in enclosed spaces. That wasn't... Appreciate that. that. Yeah, no, it's it's all good. You didn't... It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right. So what do you want to do now? I mean, this temple's pretty interesting. I haven't really seen anything this nice. Do you mind if we just... Hang out? Sure. Yeah. Want to yeah. see if... Maybe there's just a god loitering around here. I... Cool. Yeah. No, Absolutely. So we, um, I, anyway, I come out of this little, um, little side shrine and go into the main chapel of Coralon, and I say, Coralon, we invoke your presence, ah! Come! Gwen, fo- Gwen follows, but instead of Coralon, she says, Coraline! <laughs> Hello! Oh, you gotta be real careful. Yeah, but just- We don't wanna get the bell dam out of here, that, that'd be bad news. Yeah. Yeah, just like, in a deep, vo- booming voice that just kinda like echoes off the marble. And Ooh. booming because she's screaming. She goes, "Are you there?" <laughs> Disturbing a couple patrons in the back. Sorry. Um, I I will cut this, but um, when you, when you scream, it's it's peeking out the mic. So oh, sorry. Just, yeah. Whoops. Yeah. So are you, you there? Since you're cutting this, yeah. I would like to say what's up? butts. All right. All right. Um. Do 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 do. All right. So you um. You invoke Coralon's presence. Uh, sure do. And do you say anything else? Me? Either of you. Oh, yeah, I say, 
Coralan, I invoke your presence into this place. Come down and meet with this pilgrim. And I and I gesture to her. D- is does his presence like take a shape? Is it like a floating orb just in the middle of the room? Uh, nothing happens. Oh, okay. So just kind of God feel. Is that what this is? Or nothing happens. Oh, okay. Like nothing, nothing. <laughs> nothing, nothing. All right. So. Like if you went to a real church. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So. Gwen just kind of like looks around and quietly whispers, "Where is he?" I mean, I don't. Maybe he didn't hear me. Maybe he's busy. He's probably busy. There's only one at him. That's see. That's why you want ancestors, really. There's a whole bunch of them. They can do all kinds of stuff. There's not one you can talk to another. But I guess Coraline's probably off having an adventure, attending to deity business. You can leave a message, maybe. All right. Opens a book nearby, I suppose. Rips off the first page. It's probably like sure. book of this god. Sure. Scrawls down something with like the dirt on her fingers. The Coralonicon. <laughs> yep. Call me back. <laughs> uh, make a perception check for me. What's that? Uh, so on your list of skills, yep. there is one that says perception, and I believe it's a wisdom based skill. Okay. Um, yep. Which means if you have the bubble filled in next to it, you get your proficiency bonus, which is plus two. Yeah. Uh, and you get your wisdom modifier in addition to a d20 rule. What's the wisdom modifier at the little plus two at the end? Yep. Alright. Blip. It's a ten. Alright. Um, so you catch a glimpse of the uh, text on the page that you ripped out, mm-hmm. um, which describes Coralon Letharian as the creator of the elven race. Ah. So instead of actually laying that down on, like, a podium, she's kind of folds it, puts it in her pocket. Alright. Call him back later. Um, there is uh, no service going on at the moment, um, mm-hmm. and so there's nobody really in the cathedral as you guys cause this ruckus. Um, uh, what would you like to do now that you have done this? Gwen? Want to take a bath? I mean, not together, but separate baths, but bathing. Well, Dylan, this is an important question. Are they separate baths? Uh, it is one large. All right. Uh, it's, it's kind of what you would imagine at a bathhouse in old ancient Greece. Okay. Sure. So. Yeah, I'm down. Let's have a bathe. All right. Um, all right. So you go off and you get yourselves tidy. Uh, the hot spring is one of the nicest feelings either of you has ever experienced. Um, it's pretty good. Lanya, to you it is very familiar. You've been here several different times throughout your life. Yeah. Um, for the hermit, it is a... Yeah, this is, is like... A, the... <laughs> it is a revelation on the scale of the secrets of the universe that you encountered <laughs> Just... earlier today. Or earlier hot this week. water? What is this? I was about to say, Gwen probably has tried to create hot water with like her fire hands at some point, but it just doesn't go... Yeah. So fire and water, they don't go together. It, no. can't, it can't be done. It can't so, be done. So the fact that she's taking a hot bath is just monumental. Uh, the staff at the Starlight Sanctuary provide for you very plush towels. Yeah, uh, made of very fine cloth. Um, they are at your beck and call. Essentially, um, they take care of your every need and whim. Neat. Um. I'm a good tipper. Wonderful. Um, yeah, I tip profusely. Martin uh, is happy to let you stay as long as you want. 
Neato. Alright, well, uh, Lanya has a good long soak, and uh, feeling warm in her bones, and refreshed uh, after after a good long while, and, and she gets like the whole spa package, like she's ordering food, like she has like a sandwich while she's having her soak and all. And uh and Duckleberry Finn as well. He's just floating around like a little like a little thermometer bobber. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey Gwen, hey Gwen. <laughs> Gwen probably just wants back thinking it's something that has to do with like Lanya's family. So it's sure. like a respect thing. She knows it's like a little kind of thing. She just goes <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But for the most okay. part, it's just kind of like submerged up to like her nose in the water, enjoying True. the feeling of warm water. Just clouds browned around her. It's been a while. Yeah, Lanya too. Lanya's yeah. In fact, she's not. She's not even tan. She's not even tan. She's just really dirty. So Gwen just goes, "What? I'm white now. I get plus one to all my advantage rolls." <laughs> 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 Yikes! Um, then uh, Lanya Lanya has her soak and she's done and uh, and she's gonna go to bed. Cool, awesome. Probably takes I... a while for Gwen to actually get out until like her skin is like wrinkled everywhere. Only and like the water has chilled <laughs> significantly. So then she then she gets out and then goes to bed. Okay. And uh, Lanya cries herself to sleep. Oh, great big heaving full body sobs. Yikes. Meanwhile, um, Gwen just snores happily and loudly. Sure. It's a bed. Oh yeah, beds are awesome. Wild. You are uh, visited in your sleep by the same vision that has haunted you every night since uh, you returned to the savannah. Sure. Um, Big wall. The yeah, the ancestral pantheon beyond an invisible barrier I that your uh, that your ancestors are collectively trying to disassemble, and it just keeps remaking itself. I hate that wall. That's a bad wall. It's the worst. Um, you wall. Tell you're it to bad. Trump. I mean, you're you're good at what you do because you're keeping me out. But you, what what you're doing is bad. Uh, and um, yeah. You wake the next day. Um, there are storm clouds in the distance. Nice. Uh, what do you guys choose to do? Oh, lavish breakfast. Yeah, as I was say, they're gonna eat a lot. You know yeah. how long it's been that. Gwen has actually eaten food and not just like a squirrel on the stick. Exactly. Seven kinds of breakfast meat. Yeah. Um, the, um, despite being an elven establishment, the, um, the cooks provide for you anything that you desire, including meats. Um, again, they're used to tending to very wealthy patrons and things like that, so sure. they're, they are well stocked. Yeah, nothing asserts your wealth and dominance like consuming the flesh of another creature that had once been living. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. Hmm. As a druid and also half-elf, would Gwen eat meat? Uh, that is up to you to decide. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So I, I mean, you're, say... you're a druid, so like you're in yeah. tune with the whole like circle of life thing. Yeah. Yeah, like the, um, the Native American tribes could be considered druidic. Okay, so then yes. Yeah, also meat is delicious. So. Yeah. Besides, it's been a hard couple, two days, so stacking, stacking the plates high with sausage. Stacks on stacks. You're ready. Cool. You have a wonderful, fulfilling breakfast. Nice. We get our noms on. 
Yep. All right. Um, I I finish up and I and I wipe my face with my napkin, and I say, "All right, Gwen. Um, I have to go speak briefly to Martin, and after that, I reckon that you and I should be setting off, unless you wanted to hang out here." Yeah. No. There's not much here for cool. me. All right. Well, we'll uh, get our stuff and we'll we'll head out in just a bit. Sounds good. Cool. And uh, I go and I find Martin. It, was it Saldus or Saldust? Saldus. Saldus. Cool. All right. I go find that dude. All right. Uh, you head up to his uh, his office where he is usually. Um, you knock twice on the door. He says, "Come in." And you walk in. Um, and he says. Lanya, how can I help you? Hello, Martin. Um, you and I, I, I have, I have, I, I have something to tell you, and it's bad, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, may, may I sit down? Absolutely. And he she gestures a... to a uh, a chair he keeps on uh, the opposite side of his desk. Sure, for just such sitting occasions. Exactly. All right. Uh, Lanya sits down. She says, um. You've always been a very successful in here, and I'd like to think that my family's patronage was at least a factor in that. And I'm sorry to say that for the foreseeable future, you are going to have to count whatever revenue you might have gotten from our travels out of your business plan. Something, something bad happened. And I don't, I, I don't, I don't have details. I don't know exactly what happened. I'm trying to figure it out right now. But for the moment, it looks as though I might be the last of my kind. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have no details. I came back from uh, a trading and uh, relations trip, and everybody was gone, and. Everybody now seems to count as an ancestor, so either they're all dead or they're in some suspended, they've been banished. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking for answers. This nice young lady is accompanying me, at least for the moment. And if I can, I'm going to put everything to rights. But you've always been good to us. You've been good to us for years and generations down the line. So as a good and trusted family friend, I thought that you should know. What do you mean they just disappeared? Dude, I do not know how to spell this out any more clearly. They are gone. Like, they were not there. There was nothing. There was a distinct lack of my people. An entire people don't just vanish overnight. You know, Martin, I wouldn't have thought so. And yet, here we are. I'm sorry. I'm not angry with you. I'm very upset. And these waffles are turning in my stomach. Which isn't the waffles' fault. They were delicious. In any event, um, I am going looking for answers. And when I know something, you'll know something. But until then, you should just know that you probably won't be seeing me for a while, and you definitely won't be seeing any of the other familiar faces. There might be one or two people still out on trips to other places. I, I don't know. And there's no one I can ask, because everyone else is gone. This is incredibly disturbing. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Um, Martin goes over to a... um a small bookshelf he has behind his desk and he pulls off um, uh, a handwritten notebook and he flips through it a few pages um, and he says there's someone you may wish to speak to please, any leads, anything uh, there is a 
patron here, uh, an inventor from, uh, from the capital. He has been working on, uh, a project involving the, uh, he, he says it involves the nature of the cosmos. Okay. What your friend said about, uh, about gods the other day st- struck me as something that, um, that may pertain to his, uh, his area of interest. And yeah. the disappearance of your people sounds strikingly like, um, like a planar event. Really? So, you may want to speak with, um, uh, I have his name written down somewhere. Do, 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 do. Martin, you're such a fastidious note taker. <laughs> I've always admired that about you. Paper is rare out on the plane, so I've never been able to write things down as much as I'd like to, but... Uh, his name is Arden Polis. That's a good name. Um, and uh, what, what sort of a person is he? Uh, eccentric. No, I mean, am I looking for an elf or dwarf? Ah, uh, he is a half-elf. Half-elf. Uh, you'll know him by his robes, I think. Okay. With robes. Alright, very good. Um, I will speak to that dude, and hopefully he'll be able to help both me and my companion out. Uh, Martin, can I ask you a personal favor? Absolutely anything. I don't know when or if I'll ever be able to get back this way again, um, but until I can, if I ever can, would you maintain my family's shrine for me? Of course. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're a good friend. And I... And I, and I stand up and I grasp his hand firmly. Wonderful. Uh, he, he shakes your hand. Um, and he says, uh, your shrine will stand as long as the starlight does. Uh, she, she starts to cry a little bit because she knows that those are, uh, th- them's heavy words for a, for a Coralon person. Uh, Alright, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go now, Martin. If there's anything you need. Yeah, let I'll, I'll let, I'll, I'll let you know. Thank you. Thank you. Um, goodbye. And she excuses herself quickly. So she doesn't cry in front of this elf. Yep. They'll never let you live it down. Because they're <laughs> immortal. They will always remember. Exactly. Like elephants. Alright. Um, so I think that's a good close to episode one. Oh, okay, sure. Um, so, thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll be back again. Yes, uh, with some more point. dice and virtue. With more and dice and virtue. And hopefully, yeah, <laughs> less me talking and more Gwen talking this time. That was me just like, ah, I was not prepared for this. For whatever reason, I expected it to be a lot smoother and easier. And then I was like, words? Yeah, yeah, words. words. That's... No, you made some good words. And the words will only get better. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. And that In any event, listeners, listeners uh, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll have a Twitter and stuff up soon. And until then, keep on keep verting. On. Yep. Yep. yep.